0: Molweni and welcome back to another episode of Fresh Perspective where we'll be taking another look at life. So today's topic, how to take responsibility for your emotions. Um, In the previous podcast, in The Opposite of Love Isn't Hate, we discussed the importance of our standards and why we should demand more of ourselves if we want to achieve our goals, our big dream. So if you're only joining this conversation now, and you're the kind of person who likes to take a fresh perspective on life, um, please start with number one, about how to take responsibility in this series. That'll help you catch up with where we are at the moment. But today, let's kick off with a simple question. Do you consider yourself to be a rational person? I definitely like to think of myself as a rational person but even though I don't like to admit it, I often only use rational thought to justify or defend my emotion-driven behavior and so do you. Uh, Listen to these questions. Have you ever been driving along innocently and then someone cuts you off and you you get angry and use... Sign language, (laughs) have you ever been instantly offended by something someone said? Have you ever been angry because of the way people act? Uh, Have you ever bought something on a whim? Have you ever picked up your phone to do something important and then 10 minutes later, Put it down and only realize then that you never did that important thing. Have you ever said or done something that you regretted? Have you ever procrastinated? So if you answered yes to any of the above, you're just like me. You are an emotion-driven being. Um, Here's a common example from my my life you know my own emotion driven and irrational behavior that actually played out again last night I'm going to give you the blueprint of it Uh, maybe you can identify with it so my wife asked me a question she already asked me and I already answered And when she asks it again, I go into a 10-hour PowerPoint presentation about how she never listens to anything I ever say. (laughs) I don't know if you can identify with that kind of um, behavior. It's all emotion-driven. And okay, I'm I'm lying. I actually use Prezi for my presentation. And... um, yes i am exaggerating Um, that was actually only nine hours of presentation <laughs> my point is our actions are all emotion driven and i'm going to show you why i say this and also give you a way to work with this um, because if we understand it and accept it we can actually use it um, and some of you might still be saying. Uh, You know, not me Francois, I'm a very logical person, and I even have an engineering degree to prove it. (laughs) So I hope to give you a fresh perspective on that, on emotions, Um, not so you'll uh, agree with me, but rather to give you a tool to better understand yourself and align your inner world with who you want to be, how you want to act and behave. And I hope this will help you accept that uh, all of your actions, words and words, are are emotion-driven. And they're emotion-driven in one of three ways. Right? We are either acting out our emotions or avoiding emotions or pursuing emotions. And it might also be a combination of these. So... Let me apply each of these to specific examples. Firstly, acting out emotions. Example number one, I have important but difficult work to do, which makes me feel overwhelmed and inadequate, so I'm irritable and impatient. Example two, I feel anxious and stressed out when I'm, I'm doing nothing, I do nothing, so I cons- consistently find fault with everyone and everything Around me. Example 3. When my wife wants to talk about the state of our relationship I feel inadequate and incompetent so I complain that she's too emotional and should stop nagging me. Hopefully one of these will resonate with you as an example. So number 2. Avoiding emotions. So I'll apply the uh, use this um uh, the same examples as before and apply it on um and use the second example to apply to them so the first one was acting out our emotions so i'll use the same examples to talk about avoiding emotions there i go okay so number one i have important but difficult work to do which would make me feel overwhelmed and inadequate i don't want to feel like that so i procrastinate you see so it's either acting out or avoiding so this is an example of avoiding example number two i will feel anxious and stressed out when i do nothing i don't want to feel like that so i seek relief by keeping busy or picking up my phone and i open up facebook Last example, number three, when my wife wants to talk about the state of our relationship, I feel inadequate and incompetent, so I rather go out with the guys. Avoiding emotions. So, number three, pursuing emotions. And these actually go, um, you know, there's two levels of pursuing emotions, but avoiding and pursuing emotions also go hand in hand. So they're often, they're often um, linked, and I'll show you in the examples. Right, so the examples I'll show you now is examples of the lower level of pursuing emotions. So we actually want to pursue emotions, but we want to do it on a higher level, a conscious level, which I'll explain a bit later. So example number one. I have important but difficult work to do which would make me feel overwhelmed and inadequate. I don't want to feel like that so I watch a movie which makes me feel relaxed so that's the emotion we're pursuing. Example 2 I feel anxious and stressed out when I do nothing I don't want to feel like that so I keep busy or pick up my phone and open up Facebook which makes me feel relief uh, productive or connected When my wife wants to talk about the state of our relationship, I feel inadequate and incompetent, so i rather go out with the guys. There, I feel important and wanted. So now, what does the higher level of pursuing emotions look like? This is when we figure out how we want to feel and then align our beliefs, our thoughts and our actions to this. Uh, It's the only way I've discovered that helps me to truly take responsibility for my emotions. If you have other examples uh, or ways to do this, um, please let me know. I'll check that out. I'm also keen to have a fresh perspective on these things. But this is what I've got for you now. Um, It was actually in an an argument with my wife that, that, um, that we, one of those that we couldn't resolve, that led me to completely change my perspective on emotions. And this is what I'm sharing with you today. So here's what happened on on that morning. So we had one of those arguments that that we just couldn't resolve, we were stuck. So I feel frustrated and I feel like a hypocrite because helping people resolve conflict is a big part of what I do. So we're stuck in this loop, we can't seem to resolve it. So I leave to go to work where I would feel important and adequate and competent because I can help people work through their conflict. Um, so you see that avoiding you know, the bad emotions and pursuing the good ones, but this is a lower level pursuit. And in the argument I was also acting out my emotions, my frustration. All right. so. Um, I don't actually drive to work when I leave the house. So I go to a parking lot near my house and I just sit in my car and I think. I allow myself to feel those negative emotions. I feel the deep frustration and I feel that, that feeling of being fake, of being a hypocrite. And then I ask myself a question, which is how do I rather want to feel? This is the way I feel. But how do I want to feel? And the answer was very simple. Happy. And it may sound very superficial to you but but let me explain. I realized that I would act very differently in the same kind of conflict if my goal was to feel happy. I would be able to listen and understand better and i would be able to verbalize my own thoughts and feelings in a way that will help my wife understand where i'm coming from i would communicate very differently so i phoned her and i calmly shared with her my new perspective on on emotions and asked her if she would join me in pursuing happiness and of course she agreed because she was also feeling emotions that she didn't want to feel and pursuing other emotions instead of consciously choosing what she wanted to feel like. So she agreed and we actually also worked through like a, a course on happiness together as part of our morning ritual, um, which is actually it's from the Indian School of Business, which is actually a very good course if you want to check that out. Um, but yes, we worked through this course during our morning ritual, which I've shared with you previously. And that was it, folks. That's That was it. We have never had a fight like that again. Even when we really get stuck, we are now able to resolve it within 10 minutes. And now I'm not exaggerating at all. Uh, um, consci- consciously choosing how we want to feel leads us to ask, better questions. A bad question is some form of why is so-and-so always doing this and that and making me feel x and y which then leads me to do a and b. So you can hear the victim mentality in that, there's blame there, there's no responsibility. Uh, A much better question is what can I believe, think and do that'll make me feel the way I want to feel? So not avoiding and then pursuing a different feeling, but actually identifying the feeling that you are after and taking responsibility to feel that way. Um, this is def- different from the lower level of pursuing emotion because it's conscious and it, it, it actually allows us to take responsibility. So do you have an area in your life where you often find yourself acting in a way that you feel ashamed of? Um, of afterwards that's actually irrational and emotional or where your behavior doesn't really portray who you believe you truly are it doesn't align with who you want to be you don't want to act that way but you still do um, then I'm inviting you consider identifying how you would rather want to feel in that situation write that down and then go through the, through the process of clarifying what you need to believe and think about yourself and the world, and how would you behave if you felt that way. Then choose to behave that way. Act that way and the emotions will follow. Um, sounds like magic, it's not. It's, it's effort and it's work and it, it actually does give you results. So I'm going to try and apply this to the examples I, I used earlier, right? So number one I have important but difficult work to do which would make me feel overwhelmed and inadequate. I don't want to feel like that so I watch a movie which makes me feel relaxed. So here's um, my take on it if we, if we actually consciously pursue a different emotion. I want to feel skillful and empowered. So I believe that doing difficult work develops my skill set. I think of different structures and time slots that I can specifically focus on this difficult work. When these time slots come around, I diligently tackle the difficult work bit by bit. So it's a completely different mindset and frame, and visualizing yourself in that space actually helps you create the the motion towards that and that motion creates the emotion that you want all right example number two Uh, i will feel anxious and stressed out when i do nothing i don't want to feel like that so i keep busy or pick up my phone and open facebook which makes me feel relief uh, productive or connected so aiming for a different emotion i want to feel rejuvenated and energized I believe that doing something meaningful does this the best for me. My thoughts are when I read a good non-fiction book, I often feel rejuvenated and energized. So you find that book, you read that book. The third one, when my wife wants to talk about the state of our relationship, I feel inadequate and incompetent. So I rather go out with the guys. There I feel important and wanted. So, what do you want to feel? I want to feel respected and competent. I believe that I have the ability to ask good questions that, help, that helps me understand my wife and makes her feel understood. I think of five such questions and write them down. Action, all right. So, I hope I was able to clearly communicate this principle um, to you today. I'm not saying that I'm always successful in in applying this, but my wife and I both agree that this has made at least a 70% difference in our relationship, which is massive. All right. Um, No amount of therapy has ever made that massive amount of difference or given us that uh, jump. So we took responsibility each for ourselves, our inner world, and and for that emotion. 70% difference. So do you think it will be worth going through this exercise if it could make a 70% difference for you in your life? Um, I think you'd probably agree that it's worth it. So go ahead and do that and please send me a mail if there's anything I can do to help you in this process or if you have uh, another perspective on, on this. Or books or whatever that you want to recommend Um, thank you thank you for joining me today to take another look at life and remember if you change your perspective you can transform your life thank you thank you again for joining joining me yeah (laughs) did I say enjoying me well thank you for enjoying me if you did enjoy me anyways until next time much love bye bye